The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem at the Sheep Gate a pool called in Hebrew Bethesda with five porticos. In these lay a large number of ill, blind, lame, and crippled. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been ill for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I am on my way, someone else gets down there before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your mat and walk. Immediately the man became well, took up his mat and walked. Now that day was a Sabbath. So the Jews said to the man who was cured, it is the Sabbath and it is not lawful for you to carry your mat. He answered them, the man who made me well told me, take up your mat and walk. They asked him, who is the man who told you, take it up and walk? The man who was healed did not know who it was for Jesus had slipped away since there was a crowd there. After this, Jesus found him in the temple area and said to him, Look, you are well. Do not sin any more, so that nothing worse may happen to you. The man went and told the Jews that Jesus was the one who had made him well. Therefore, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he did this on a Sabbath. The Gospel of the Lord. You can well appreciate, if you were a desert dweller, the importance of water. When you look in the communities of the Near East, you see that most communities grow up along a riverbank or at the mouth of the river. When there's no water in a desert, you go to where it is flowing. And so anytime water shows up as a symbol, Old Testament or new, the original hearer appreciates the significance because water is in fact so precious. It's symbolic of life. It's symbolic also of a cleansing power. In ceremonial situations, and this is still true present day, it's very important that the rabbi washes his hands before eating and there's a ritual that goes with that. To this day, anytime water shows up in a Jewish ceremony, it catches people's attention going back to their time as desert dwellers. We who are Christians appreciate water for its curative power, specifically as it cleanses original sin in baptism. Post-Easter, when we start to hear stories from the Acts of the Apostles, on at least one day we'll hear stories of Paul curing the wounds of sin that were in his captors when he baptizes them and makes them new. All that to say water is extremely important in the biblical mindset. And so when in the Old Testament reading today we hear of the water that is flowing, it's flowing from the temple. And the temple is the source of life brings us to the gospel where this poor man is trying so desperately to get into those curative cleansing waters 
and 38 years later, he's still trying. I always find it fascinating, and if you were here last year on this day, you heard me say it then too, I find it absolutely fascinating that Jesus asks this man if he wants to be well. 38 years of trying to get in the water, and Jesus still poses the question. Some commentators have commented, though, that maybe this man had it pretty good in the sense that maybe he was waited on, and maybe people were caring for him, and maybe once he was made well, he realized that he would have to do things for himself. So it's Jesus's perhaps way of asking, are you sure you're sure? Because with your wellness will come new responsibilities. It's a fascinating way to think of that. But obviously the man says yes, and Jesus makes him well. Jesus takes the place of those curative waters. Also interesting at the end of the story is Jesus's bid to go and sin no more. So often in the stories of miracles that Jesus does, we hear this injunction, you're well now, go and sin no more. It too harkens back to Old Testament times when the Lord would take care of the chosen people, they would have hearts full of gratitude, they would be so relieved, but then they would backslide into old and sinful ways. It's Jesus' way of saying, don't be like your forefathers who showed gratitude, but then backslid. Be very deliberate to be very deliberate to let that gratitude live on as you move away from sinful ways. You've been cleansed. Don't backslide. We hear saints who, who do just that, who continue the good work. Saint Therese of Lisieux, as a sign of her perpetual gratitude, says that she will spend her heaven doing good on earth. It's a sign of that perpetual gratitude of the cleansing power of the water of baptism. So we're gathering around the altar today and the Lord is gonna nourish us. We've been cleansed by the waters of baptism, but now we're nourished to continue with the gratitude and to continue doing good works. We go forth with an injunction to sin no more as well. And the Lord gives us his body and blood to give us that strength as we go forth.